Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Tuesday, September 1st. Welcome to September, you guys. You made it. This is episode 991. Uh, today, I've got a special guest on the show, and we're going to pick up the conversation that I left off last week that came out from BioLogos about a Christian statement on science for pandemic times. Uh, my friend, Dr. Georgia Purdom from Answers in Genesis, heard that podcast, and you guys, she's got some information that you you are going to want to hear. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. A couple things before I get started. Uh, there are some things coming up on the calendar. You guys heard that I rescheduled uh, the event that was going to be happening in northern Indiana. That has been rescheduled for next May. And so watch for it on your calendar. We're going to continue to talk about those uh, sort of rescheduling. And we've got some new things coming up on the calendar. I'm actually going to be traveling through Oklahoma on my way to an event in uh, in in, in uh, Tennessee, in Gatlinburg. So we've got a couple of places that we're going to be also in California, and those are brand new events. So keep watching your calendars for those. I have learned in the last six months to be very, very flexible. So I appreciate you guys being flexible with me. Also, today is the first day of a brand new scripture writing challenge at MomStrong International. We're coming up on 18,000 of you over there writing the scriptures out with me every month. This is a fantastic time to join. The scripture writing challenge is just $2 a month, and uh, we hope you guys are going to check it out. We, I know that for years and years we did it for free, and uh, recently we switched to having it be $2 a month. You guys, that's a really good way for you to be able to support the podcast and get yourselves and your children in God's word every day. So check it out, momstronginternational.com. And then our brand new study will release on the first Monday of September. So that's coming right up. So a week from uh, yesterday, that's going to be Monday, September the 7th. We're going to study the book of First Peter. And this is a great time to be doing it. And then we're going to transition into studying the book of Revelation. So lots of awesome things coming up at MomStrong International. I hope you guys will check it out. All right, I am really, really excited today because I told you guys last week, and a lot of you have been commenting on this, that I was very troubled to see a statement come out from an organization called BioLogos, who I'd never heard of previously, but they had a call to action and it was very manipulative on its face, and it really bothered me. Their call to action was, love your neighbor, wear a mask. Well, first of all, I don't like being bossed around like that, uh, especially when I'm being manipulated as as it relates to Scripture. And so I began to read their statement, their Christian statement on science for pandemic times. And I read a lot of the statement to you guys. If you want to hear it, I'll link back to that podcast today in the show notes because I don't have time to go into it today. But they had basically four you know, they gave all this, what I like to call sloppy agape, this sort of uh, Christian dribble that we see coming out of the progressive Christian uh, church today. And when they got to the end of their statement, they said, therefore, so this big, long, sloppy agape, and then they get to, therefore, because of our faith in Christ Jesus, we will wear masks, according to First Peter uh, chapter 2, get vaccinated, according to Matthew 25, correct misinformation, according to 1 Corinthians 13, 6, and then work for justice, according to Micah 6, 8. And I unpacked this for the women at MomStrong International, for the Bible study women, 
And I read these scriptures for them. And I told them, this is a gross misuse of scripture. It borders on the heretical. And in fact, I would say it is heretical. We are watching what the Bible calls a great falling away, an apostasy happening inside the church. Well, I'm, you know, I continue to be concerned about this when I get a text message from my friend Lalo Gunther, who uh, works over at Answers in Genesis. You guys know my love for Ken Ham and the work that they're doing there. And he said, Heidi, you know, uh, Dr. Purden wants to talk to you about this. She's got information on BioLogos, who is the organization that issued this Christian, so-called Christian statement on science for pandemic times. And she's going to be able to shed some more light on it. And I'm like, I knew something was wrong. I knew something really bothered me in my spirit. So I reached out to Georgia and she has been gracious enough to uh, come on the show with me today. And I can't wait to have this conversation. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the show. Oh, it's so great to be here, Heidi. I I tell you, when I... I've been listening to your podcast, you know, obviously through this whole thing. And I just find it so encouraging and so motivating to me to get off the bench. Um, and so this is part of why I want to be on today. Because <laughs> um, I want to help people know the truth. You know, when I, I seriously, when I heard you do a podcast on this, like I would say a word and then you would literally say it. And I was like, oh yeah, like she needs to understand and your listeners need to understand more about Logos, because it really, really concerns me um, when you tell me that pastors, that these ladies are writing in telling them that their pastors are telling them, you know, hey, look at this. This is good. That concerns me even more. Yeah. Um, so so let me explain what BioLogos is, because I have known about them since they started back in early 2000, in the early two, well, mid 2000s, probably. And um, just in their own words, this is what they say. They invite the church and the world to see the harmony between science and biblical faith as we present an evolutionary understanding of God's creation. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm already upset. Well, you should be. Um, so they say their distinctive position, what they call themselves they are evolutionary creationists. So they say, we affirm that God is the, has a role as the creator of all things. As described in the Bible, we are creationists. And I'm like screaming, no, you're not. You're not right. a creationist. You are an evolutionist. You are just um, sprinkling God in, so to speak, or having mm-hmm. God at certain points. But you're not a creationist. You're a theistic evolutionist, okay, is what is what the actual terminology should be for them. But they try to make it fancy because they want to, they want to make it more palatable, right? They want to deceive people into buying what they're selling. Um, and so they rename themselves so people won't, won't pick up on that, so to speak, until they get more into it. Right, right. And actually, what's crazy to me about this is it's working. It's totally working. And it's working because we don't know the scriptures anymore, right? We're living in a time, and I've said this over and over again, where uh, we don't know the scriptures and we can't defend it. And so when pastors see this, oh, hey, they're using the Bible. Uh, This is a great reason for us to uh, wear a mask. I mean, actually, it doesn't even have to be wearing a mask. It could be anything that they can take and they're twisting God's word, which is what they're doing when they talk about creationism, because they're not creationists, they're evolutionists masquerading as creationists, Thank right? You. Yeah. And and that's what gets me. Like when I read their statement, uh, the, the big word that came to mind was hypocrisy. Okay. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like, if you read in there, what we believe, and I wanted to just help your listeners know a little bit about what they believe, like what they'll say and why it's so important to be discerning. And it really helps set the proper framework for that statement they made on the pandemic. So for example, they'll say, 
We believe the Bible is the inspired and authoritative word of God. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they don't, first of all, they don't believe it's inerrant. So if it's not inerrant, then why, how, why would you believe it's inspired and authoritative? (laughs) If there's mistakes in it, you know, right? So that's a problem. Um, Now they do believe that people are sinners, that Jesus was the, you know, incarnation of God on earth and that he um, has a historical death and resurrection. And I'm kind of like, okay, but why? Because you don't believe what it says in Genesis. You believe in evolution. They believe in millions of years. They believe in the Big Bang. Why would you believe anything else the Bible says? I mean, if, if that's not, if that's what you think about Genesis, they don't, most of them don't believe in a historical Adam and Eve. So therefore they don't believe in a historical fall. And so then why do you even need Jesus in the first place? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and one, of the, one of the people that wrote an article for their website, I just want to read to you this because it just blows my mind to think that this kind of stuff is being put under the umbrella of Christianity. And this is an article from Dr. Joseph Bankard, who's, again, on their website, it said this. And so he, again, he does not believe Adam and Eve are real people. He does not believe in historical fall. He believes in evolution in millions of years. And he said this, the incarnation is not primarily about the cross. God does not send Jesus to die. God does not require Jesus's death in order to forgive humanity's sin. That's heresy. <laughs> Whoa. Who is this guy? Okay, I want you to see it again because people are listening. They're, all of a sudden, their ears perked up and they were like, what? Like, who said yeah. that? Yeah. It's Joseph Bankard, B-A-N-K-A-R-D. So he is a professor at Northwest Nazarene University in Idaho. And he wow. wrote an article on their website and said this. Wow. I mean, this is the wow. kind of thing they publish. I mean, I am literally giving you a small sample of the kind of things that are on um, their website. Well, I was really surprised when I saw Philip Yancey uh, signing on to this. And part of me wondered as I was reading through the list, I'm like, do these guys even know what they're signing on to and who is the author of this stuff? I kind of think in a lot of ways we don't. We're just kind of looking for whichever way the wind is blowing and whichever way is the path of least resistance, which frankly right now is going along with the whole vaccination thing and all that stuff. And when I looked deeper into this, I realized, man, a lot of these guys, um, they're working, you know, hand in glove with the National Institute for Health and Dr. Fauci and all that. Of course, they're going to say get vaccinated. Of course, they're going to do that. They got, you know, a gazillion dollars on the line. Right, right. And and the thing is, too, like I looked at their list of signatories and I recognize quite a few names. And I will say that most of them um, do believe and they do believe in theistic evolution. I, I know that for a fact. And because um, they're on the BioLogos website, you know, um, it's easy to find them. And sadly, and what your readers or what your listeners need to know is that these people are professors at Christian colleges. A lot of the signatories are professors there and wow. at seminaries and, and even ones that you might think are more conservative, like Southeastern Baptist. Um, I saw a professor on there. And yeah. Point Loma. I saw Point Loma Nazarene. I saw Wheaton. Uh, There were several things that I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Do these guys really know what they're signing on to? And basically Dallas Theological Seminary is on here. They know. I know those people know because they've been featured on the BioLogos website. They've written articles. They've done videos for them. And so this, this is what people need to understand is that what Biologos does is says, oh, yeah, we believe the Bible, but science is superior to the Bible. Science as in science in uh, believing in evolution in millions of years and what man thinks about the past. He wasn't even there. We have to use that to reinterpret the Bible. 
That's mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. superior. And, um, and they say on their website, I mean, you can go and read this. It's not like they're trying to hide what they believe. They say, we believe that God created the universe, the earth, and all life over billions of years. We believe that all life on earth is best explained by the God-ordained process of evolution with common descent. So they believe everything an atheistic evolutionist would believe. They just believe that God started the process. And this wow. is how he did it. And, and what people need to understand is that means there's death before sin. You know, it wasn't, didn't start with Adam. It was around long before Adam, you know? And so then what did Jesus die for if the punishment for death or punishment for sin is not death? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a major theological problem. Um, they believe, they say that God created humans in biological continuity with all life on earth. So again, they don't believe in Adam and Eve, most of them. They believe that we came from some sort of ape-like creature and then were endowed with the image of God at some point. And, oh, I mean, I literally could go on and on about that. But, I mean, these are things that that's why anytime somebody puts out a statement, you better know who the people are putting out the statement and what they believe. Um, Because it goes, you know, I was looking. So as I read through their statement, just in the first sentence, it just kind of blows my mind. It says, you know, we join together as Christians who uphold the authority of God's word. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You You said they twist scripture. But I know for a fact that they don't believe in the inerrancy and authority and inspiration of God's word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's amazing to me as we, uh, we see this, you know, the pandemic going on and on and on. And uh, I'm concerned on a hundred different levels, as you know, but as I was reading this and reading the scripture, when they, when they get to the end of it, and I really do, this is just sloppy agape. Anybody who really knows the word of God, like shame on Dallas Theological Seminary for signing on to this kind of garbage, because anybody that knows the word of God would never say, oh yeah, first Peter chapter two, verses 13 to 17. That's about wearing masks. Uh, no, it isn't. No, it's not. It actually has nothing to do with it. And if you read, uh, if you go down, even more troubling, the mask thing was, I mean, we're talking about this is emotional and spiritual manipulation of the highest order. And actually what I'm hoping it will do for listeners is it will open their eyes to say, if these guys can write, because a lot of people listening to this are going, wait a second, they just used scriptures to manipulate me into getting a vaccine that I don't believe in and that hasn't been tested and I don't see a need for. Well then, hey, let's look at what the other things that they believe. Oh, look, they don't even believe in the inerrancy of scripture. Oh, hey, these guys think that even though God said you came from Adam and Eve, you really didn't, you came from an ape. It's so hypocritical. You know, one of the things they'll say, for example, they'll say many lives are at stake. Okay, so you made a comment in your podcast. She said, I didn't find anything on their website about abortion. You won't. Yep. Okay, because uh, so they're concerned about a virus that doesn't kill very many people at all, but yet have no articles. They say nothing about the millions of children that have been aborted, (laughs) nothing murdered in their mother's womb. And so that's why I say it's total hypocrisy. Um, And and, you know, they and here's the other thing that you have to really watch out with BioLogos and this whole group of people that are theistic evolutionists. They'll say they said in their statement, Christians should listen to scientists and doctors when they speak in these areas. Okay, that's a logical fallacy. That's an appeal to authority. You need to listen to these people because they have the PhDs, blah, 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 blah. And they will say this over and over again, especially when it comes to the Bible. Well, you need to listen to the biblical scholars because they're the ones that have really studied it and they really know what they're talking about. You can't really understand it because you don't have the education and the background to do that. And it's really, it's a form of Gnosticism is what it is. 
It's we've got this special knowledge and you need to listen to us and to understand what's going on. And, and that's what they do. That's what that's how they can twist and distort scripture, because they think they have this special knowledge that they're going to somehow use it to um, apply to the pandemic. Well, and it's amazing to me that they don't leave room for people with PhDs who disagree with them. Oh, yeah. So they'll say you need to listen to but they're not saying you need to listen to people with PhDs. They're saying you need right. to listen to our people Bingo. who happen to also have PhDs. I also want to read this for people because this is so important for you guys to understand. So when they say, therefore, because of our faith in Jesus, we will get vaccinated. And they said getting vaccinated against the co- against COVID-19 when a safe and effective vaccine is available and as directed by a physician, a large fraction of the population needs to be vaccinated to develop the herd immunity, which protects the immunocompromised and others who cannot get vaccinated. Uh, it's provision from God that will prevent disease, not only for ourselves, but for the most vulnerable, Matthew 25. So I just want to read Matthew 25 for people so you guys can see what a complete distortion this is. Uh, this is this is the passage that they've quoted, Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 36. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he'll get vaccinated. Oh no, that's not what I said. I'm sorry, I'll go back. When the Son of Man comes in all his glory and all the angels with him, and then he'll sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. How dangerous is this? Oh yeah. They're saying this is this is what they're going to set. Are the sheep and the goats, the people who got vaccinated and the people who didn't? He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. And then the king, this is so crazy. And then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. I need a vaccine and you gave me one. It is such a twisting of scripture. This has nothing to do with the vaccine. Nothing. And it's totally hypocritical. Here, here we go again. Because the thing is, is that all of these things, wear a mask, get vaccinated, correct misinformation, work for justice. Why? From an evolutionary standpoint, why? Why would you have compassion? Why do you want to care about people? Why seek justice? Why protect? Why love? It's inconsistent with an evolutionary worldview. You should let the people that get the virus die because they're weak. Right. Let's and let's get a better population of people that are stronger. Yeah. And they're not following their own beliefs. They're being completely inconsistent and completely hypocritical because, and, and because again, they want, this is about so much more than the pandemic. They're just using the pandemic as yep. a springboard to get their ideas about evolution and millions of years and all this um, to Christians. That's yeah. what they're using it for. Um, and like you said, the idea, whole idea with that last part is if you're not going to be a good, they say, because of our faith in Jesus Christ. So in other words, if you don't do these things, you're not being a good Christian. Wow. You know, and, and that's what they're doing. And they're really, I read another thing at the end of one of their articles. It was just a random article that I got off their website. At the very end of it, it said, and this just blew me away. There's an increase in min- misinformation around COVID-19, even in Christian circles. And misinformation in this crisis will cost lives. BioLogos is one of the few sources that brings together reliable science and biblical faith on the coronavirus. Wow. So Believe us. This is from an article in 2019. They're putting this on their articles. Believe us. In other words, trust us. And while you're trusting us for the coronavirus, let us introduce you to some other ideas that are totally unbiblical. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying to suck people in big time. 
Well, and it's working. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I was talking to uh, my husband about this on the way to the studio this morning, and we were just talking about how completely easily deceived people are. Like I have always, you know, we read, we read God's word and the Bible tells us that we are easily deceived, that if we don't know God's word, that we will be swayed by every wind of doctrine. The Bible teaches us that there'll be false teachers in the last days. I really believe that we are living in the last days. We're seeing a massive deception that's fallen over this, the world, really. It's not just the United States. It's the world. I was uh, listening uh, this morning, horrified to hear the prime minister of Australia say that that nation was never meant to have internal borders. So now we're moving toward globalism, right? Which is what we've been pushing. These guys are doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing. They're just coming at it from a different angle. And Christians need to know the word. And so I'm always telling, you know, I'm always telling parents, whether it's creationism that you're talking about or a so-called believer who comes out and makes a statement and uses scripture, you better open up the word for yourself and say, Holy Spirit, I need your help. Help me understand your word. Because God said he'll do that if we ask him. Right. And they are really trying to get too into the homeschool fields and into Christian yes. schools. Um, they are developing, they have a whole thing on their website called Integrate, and it's to go alongside a biological, a biology class. And they say um, it's a flexible teacher's resource for exploring biology from a Christian worldview. Okay, you got to say, what does that mean? What do yep. they mean by a Christian worldview? And so they've got this whole thing that basically teaches you how to teach evolutionary creation, which is what they call it, to it doesn't matter what age group. They've even got they've even got articles, how do I homeschool from this perspective? Uh. You know, and so don't think that when you go like to a homeschool conference that every curriculum you see is going to be promoting <laughs> um, what the Bible says, because many of them are not. And they even have a list on their website of um curriculums you can use that either don't say one way or the other about creation or are actually in support of evolutionary creation. And and they even recommend resources on how to teach little kids about evolution and millions of years and that it's true. Wow. I, I mean, it blows me away. These are secular sources and they're like, oh, well, this one, you know, it's really great. It tells about creation, but it doesn't tell, it doesn't say God did it in six days. So that's a good resource to use. You know, this one teaches about evolution and natural selection without actually using the terms. It's creative storytelling to help them understand it. And wow. so it's just extremely deceptive. And that's why it doesn't matter what book you pick up or what curriculum you pick up. You've really got to look at what are they saying? What are they teaching? And I don't care who puts out a statement and says they're Christian on the pandemic. You better know what that organization stands for and what they believe because they're being, in, in Biologos' case, they're being extremely hypocritical, extremely inconsistent just to get people interested in who they are as an organization. Wow. And you guys have been on top of this for a long time. I was doing a little bit of research yesterday and I saw that in 2011, uh, John Upchurch wrote an article that's published on your website uh, called uh, The Danger of Biologos Blurring the Line Between Creation and Evolution. And we really see where this leads, right? Because if, if, if your basis for believing and understanding, because as believers, we're supposed to see the whole world around us through the grid of scripture, right? So we filter what we see through the grid of scripture. What they're doing is they're filtering what they see through the grid of science and then sprinkling the Bible on top of it. And they really are doing kind of a lame job because truly uh, what we're seeing in them over and over and over again is we're going to put our own spin on it. 
this is the wisdom of men that we're that we're dealing with right now. And the Bible says that apart from the indwelling power of His Holy Spirit, we are the hearts of people are just wicked at their core. And we're watching this happen now, and such an assault against our children. It really is. It really is, and um, and that's what and that's what people need to understand. You know, like I, their website a couple of years ago, they have they're really big into videos and. Uh, those are so dangerous. <laughs> we yeah. need to understand that because they'll take, they they have these short little introductory videos. And I actually have had some experience with um, using those videos in a classroom setting and not of my choosing, but someone else's choosing. And I have literally seen people who are in their twenties, thirties, even forties. Okay. Christians, people have been Christians for a long time getting sucked in with these videos. They're like, Oh yeah, this sounds pretty good. And literally the class was on creation. And why things were wrong. And so they have, they are very, oh, what's the word I want? They're very, very sly. Okay. Um, And very good at wording things to really people in. And that's why, you know, in the Bible, it talks about, we need to be as wise as serpents. You know, we need to be, you know, we need to be gentle as doves, but we've got to really be, because these are truly the wolves in sheep's clothing that we're warned about throughout scripture. And especially in the book of Jude, one of my favorite books of the Bible, because we have got to earnestly contend for the faith because I'm honestly, I expect the things of the world that the world's putting out. But when people do this in the name of Christ, then we've got to really take a look at this and we've got to really speak up for the truth and, and, and do that in love, but we've got to speak up for the truth. Yeah, we do. And, and more and more people, you know, I keep hearing people say, well, these just, you know, we, we're trying to be careful not to have arguments. We're trying to be, I'm like, you guys, this is way too important. You got to get off the sidelines of these conversations and get back onto the front lines. You know, so many people have, we've, we've stopped contending for the truth. We've stopped doing it. One of the things I love about Answers in Genesis is you guys never stop contending for the truth. And uh, I know you're doing amazing things over there still. I was thinking, I, I wanted to get a list, but I don't have it in front of me. You guys actually have awesome uh, curriculum that parents can get their hands on so they can teach children how to uh, see the world through the lens of scripture and rightly divide it. Where can people go to get more information so that they can find access to materials to help their kids? Yes, go to answersingenesis.org. We've got a store there. We've got science curriculum. We've got Bible curriculum. We've got online courses. We've got a brand new streaming platform called answers.tv. So this is one really good thing that has come out of the pandemic for us is being able to start our own streaming platform. Um, It's only $39.99 a year. And it's got over 2,000 videos on it. Okay, for kids, for teens, for children, it really is something that you don't have to worry about. I know you've talked a lot about that recently with things like Disney Plus and Netflix and all of that. This is an amazing Christian alternative that is going to teach the truth of God's word. And um, so answers.tv, be sure to check that out. And also we've got another women's conference coming up next year. Um, We got we got canceled this year because of the pandemic. But um but next um, March, March 18th through the 20th, uh, 2021, is our Truth Conference. And I know you spoke at one uh, last year. Um, we're having another one next year, Answers for Women. So you can go to AnswersForWomen.org to find out more information about that. Kay Arthur is going to be here. So I am super excited about that. I love Kay, yeah. Oh, I know. And we're going to have Phil Johnson from Grace to You. Um, we're going to have Justin Peters. We're going to have um, a lot of great women speakers as well. So really talking about some of these things like we're talking about today. We need to be discerning. We need to know what God's word says so that when people put things out in the name of Christ, 
we need to be discerning. We need to say, is that really from Christ or not? You know, is that really consistent with God's word or not? And the best way to know a counterfeit is to know the truth, know the real thing, the best, and the real thing is God's word. And so we need to know that inside and out so that we can effectively discern and effectively defend God's word. Yeah, it's so important. I think it's probably never been more important uh, in modern history than it is right now because we're seeing such a push. I mean, really, uh, this the theistic evolutionists, and I've met many of them who are like, oh, transgenderism, fine, because, you know, people change, whatever. I'm like, wow, you guys, you open the door up to so much suffering and so much sorrow when we don't know God's word. So I'm so thankful, Georgia, that you came on today to just sort of help unpack. Like when uh, when Lalo reached out to me, you know, like I said, I didn't know anything about uh, BioLogos, but all I knew was I know the Bible. And when I read their statement, I was like, no, I don't know who these people are, but that's actually not okay. And so I'm really thankful that you came on today to kind of shine more light onto why we can't trust these people. If we want to walk with the Lord, we need to know his word so we can rightly defend it, right? This is Paul's exhortation to Timothy. I love that you talked about the book of Jude. We're going to be going through Jude uh, at the beginning of next year at MomStrong International. This has just been on my heart to really uh, equip women to know the word of God, because honestly, there are so many uh, so-called Christian teachers out there, bloggers, authors, people who are completely off the rails scripturally, who've fallen in, you know, fallen uh, really prey to the gospel of social justice, which has come in and replaced the actual gospel. I'm always telling people, listen, if you know the gospel, justice follows the gospel. Justice is the natural outgrowth of the real gospel of Jesus Christ. But all this, when, when, when you base it, on social justice, you're going to follow a wrong gospel. When you base it on theistic evolution, you're going to follow it. You're going to end up following a wrong gospel. That's what ends up happening. So I'm so thankful that uh, that you're here. And I'm super excited. Answers.tv, that's amazing. Yeah, it is a really great platform. And, you know, we wouldn't have got it off the ground, I don't think, without all of this happening. So God, what, you know, people mean for evil, God means for good. And he can work good things out of that. And we are open here at the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. So encourage people to come. Um, You know, it's a great, it's a great time of year, especially with schools kind of getting back in session and stuff. But um, if you, if you've got the capability to get away and do that, would encourage you to come um, and check us out. Lots of great things going on, on all the time. Um, And also go to AnswersForWomen.org for more information on that women's conference. Because like I said, a lot of the stuff, I'm going to be talking about, can the Bible be trusted? You know, well, Ah. that's the Bible, but how do you know it can be trusted? So we're going to, I'm going to talk about that because I really want people to see that. And a lot of the things too, that have infiltrated the women's, um, a lot of women's Christian uh, books. Okay. We're going to talk about some of that because there are major problems there and um, with what they're teaching, because it's not consistent with the word of God. That's exactly right. Oh, I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful. You guys, if you want more information, I'll link back to uh, Answers in Genesis and to Answers.tv in the show notes today. What an amazing time for you to be canceling Netflix, get rid of Disney Plus, get this garbage out of your homes and start putting uh, things that are life-giving and pleasing to the Lord in your home, uh, in their place. Dr. Georgia Purdom, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Heidi. Right, you guys, thanks for listening today. I know that you guys have been encouraged by this. Please be sure to share it on your social media platforms. I love it when you leave reviews for the show over at iTunes. And uh, we love it that you guys are praying for us. Thank you so much for doing that. Stay faithful, you guys. Know the word of God so that you can be prepared to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. Thanks for listening to everybody. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. 
For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.